the gutter skypes. The gutter skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Take it to 50. There we go. You're, you're going to taper that off, right? I am. Okay. Because <laughs> it's short-circuiting my brain. <laughs> Is that an 8-bit eight, an, an version of Take On Me? That's what it sounds like. This is the work of Trilobite himself. Who, uh, I think it is. After the late... Uh, he stayed up late after the, the last session and put this together because it seemed to be on his mind. Having way too much fun. And it tied in directly to uh, the kind of game that's being played, which is Magnificent Constructs, as he want, uh, wants to call it. And so it shall be. Um, little robots, big world. And, uh, you know, what the hell? I'll let it trail off here. <laughs> and we'll probably play, I'll, I'll play the entirety of it at the very end of the episode. But, uh, there we are. The ball is now well and truly in Trilobite's court. And, uh, or, or, or is he not back yet? I don't think he's back quite yet. Is he muted? Oh, he is muted. Ah, listening in. Yep. That whole time I thought I heard that you had come back and, uh. Yeah, I said, and, uh, yeah, I'm back. And then, like, I went to wet said whistle, so of course I muted. And stayed that way. Yes. <laughs> of course. Hey. No worries. No one escapes the mute. There you go. We are at your disposal, sir. Excellent. Well, you've just been fully assembled, all of you. You're in a shallow pit here with, um, Ramped sides, easy to get out of. Hazard stripes and uh, other markings. They may be readable by those of you with like actual uh, full-on visual sensors and the right processors that uh, direct long-absent machines in their duties. The uh, robot arms belonging to the factory mines, which assembled you as their last hope, fold away with a gritty whine and power down. Throughout the factory, lights and telltales blink into amber or go out completely as the factory mines conserve what little power they have left, hoping to survive long enough for you to return with some sort of solution. The place is pretty dark. There's a few ragged holes in the ceiling that have been like patched and repatched but never completely sealed. Streams of grayish sunlight arc down through those, as uh, does the occasional, like, bit of mist and rain. Those of you with audio sensors can pick that up, kind of rattling on the roof of the factory. There's a good amount of sunlight coming from an area that uh, even the lowest of you can see. You're in a very shallow pit. Along a relatively clear math, uh, excuse me, clear path, uh, marked with hazard striping and uh, machine indicators. Uh, 
ahead of that is a very large, sturdily built, roll-up, roll-down door with a, uh, like maybe a two-meter space under it. Uh, the mist and fog prevents even the best sensors from really seeing much beyond that. Uh, but there's a, cl- a clear exit from here. Uh, between you and there, there's a few scattered pieces of junk, uh, a whole mess of conveyor belts, but uh, there's at least one large door here. So there you go. Brady. Where did I put all my info so, from last time? Oh, bugger. Did, what, 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 just for refreshing our memories, what exactly does our mission uh, programming... Uh, Consulting indicate? your mission directives, mm-hmm. you see that you are charged with exiting the factory and exploring the surrounding environs to find any alternate source of power. Local power sources have been completely exhausted even with the the best improvising and manufacturing techniques available, and the factory mines need you to go out in the last desperate gamble to try to find some way to bring factory... uh, Excuse me, to bring power to the factory. Do we know what is identifiable as power sources? Sure. You guys are Do we have a list, or...? Yeah, you're smart enough that you'd be able to figure that out. We can assume that, you know, you guys have uh, whatever the players might assume would be would be good power. There's no knowledge about the surrounding region, because these were factory bots. You know, all they did was, like, they analyzed market data, and then they produced what they their algorithms told them would be trendy and sellable. Okay. Okay. Where the I hell think we go I? this way. <laughs> Trying to find my paperwork. So the Diodonado is kind of like booting up, turning around, swiveling its little <laughs> sensors. <laughs> there I am. There I am. <laughs> I love that Diodonado says, God damn it, I forgot about that. <laughs> God damn it, can't open it with corkscrew attachment. Old school oh, MacBook man. chime as it finally. I really forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> Downloads its database. <laughs> Okay, so I'm, 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 that is what I'm doing. I'm kind of pivoting around on my wonkety ass wheels, wailing yep. my little grabber back and forth, trying to sort it out. There's a, another little robot here. It's a, a plastic bin. The uh, mismatched parts, which this bin had once contained, are just dumped out on the ground next to it. Some motorized wheels have been bolted to it, like, way too low on the ground. And very high up, there's just an old, like, home movie camera wired into a visual processor and an engine and a bunch of wires trailing down the back. It uh, kind of rolls partway up the ramp, rolls back, sparks and smoke come out of its processor, and uh, it just glides back lifeless. Wow. Clearly not up to the challenge. Well, <laughs> I'll begin moving in the direction above. It appears that it appears that we're, we're going to be subjected to the elements. So brace yourselves. <clears throat> in the meantime, Playbox Nine has already started. It's like it's like it's like little it's little quad quad rotors and is. Bouncing down the uh, down the way to towards the the opening, 
kind of skidding partway, then getting flight for about a, a meter, and then back down again, kind of bouncing out the door. <laughs> That's great. Take a right. point as you're heading over toward the the door and the like the mess of conveyor belts that are kind of between you and it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Can we go through the names quick like a bunny one more time? So there's Playbox 9. Yep. And... Poolinator Online. <laughs> Poolinator. Adam, Take a fake point just for that voice. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Uh, Archibald 7. Archibald. Archibald... Seven and little me, Dio mm. Donato. Dio Donato three thousand Dio Donato three LX three thousand LX. I think Blind Geek was Carmando. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Are yeah. are you playing him tonight, or is he? Carmando offline? is uh, like our Lord, notionally with you. <laughs> he, he, he's over there. <laughs> okay. Yes. Thank you. He's That's more, perfect. The background out of focus. Yeah, uh, yeah Carmando, oh, he's over there. God, how many references to the gamers can we make in one evening? <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> Only where they naturally fit. Okay. Oh, bye. Speaking of adaptable <laughs> tools. <laughs> You know, Archibald's delicate little living room wheels uh, start up the ramp, and you just kind of hear a zzzz, and then a little doggy chain going taut, and then you hear <laughs> this little mini fridge without wheels gets dragged up the ramp behind him. Now, I will remind everyone that your main way to get fate points in this game, the way I'm going to run it, is compelling your own difficulties. Uh, you got plenty of them. So uh, be on the lookout for self-compels. I mean, maybe don't cripple yourselves in the campaign, but I guess if you're doing that and you're having fun, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. What sort the of heck? Campaign. Your character creates. So, uh, Playbox 9 is uh, kind of bumbling its way toward the door. Uh, Sounds like uh, Archibald 7 is uh, making its way up the ramp. You're already having a little bit of trouble just because of the, like, the grit and a bit of leaf litter that's on there. (laughs) So... Dio Donato says, hey, wait for me, and he uses, he uses the little grabber arm, it's kind of like a, like a, um, oh god, I can see with my head, what is it where you run, the pole vault, like a little pole vault to get over some of the junk, <laughs> heave up and over, on my horrible wheels tread, the part of the part of Dio Donato tonight will be played by Father Guido Sarducci. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Pulinator rolls along on his tank. You can open thread. your own accounts. You can open your own. <laughs> so, and Pulinator's like trundling up, uh, yeah. brushing aside twigs and flakes of rust. I am larger. And I can maneuver in cramped spaces much better. 
Up here, everyone, especially uh, Playbox 9, has a good vantage of the factory. Uh, there's, like, old conveyor belts and robot arms everywhere, including a bunch of them, like, uh, on the ceiling. They're mounted on posts, spider-like arrangements, and like spiders, well, dead spiders. Many of them are just kind of, like, curled up and drawn tight against themselves. The uh, last of the lights have gone out. So it's very dark in here, with the exception of the uh, like streaming light that comes in through holes in the ceiling. There's puddles under those, and uh, green, orange, or like black slime spreading out from those puddles. Here and there is a tiny little sapling struggling for life, reaching up towards whatever sunlight it can find. Wow. It looks like the outside world is already encroaching on us. Well, this will be unpleasant enough. I half expect that. I half wish it won't be raining, because that'll be awful to experience. But I half wish it will. Uh, it, it is raining, because it'll make it easier to drag this box. And Archibald 7, seeing that the poolinator, um, being well-equipped to get some of the detritus out of the way, mm. uh, falls in behind because of the path that he's clearing and just uh, okay. maintains a steady following. Nice, that'll make it a lot easier. Since uh, Playbox 9 was kind of the first out of the pit and was uh, bumbling over there, I'm going to say you reach at least the like the area near the door first. Okay. So, uh, looks like this is some kind of like uh, loading and unloading area. There's a whole bunch of these big reinforced rolling doors. This one, the one that was more or less in front of your manufacturing pit, is the only one that is, like, still open. Everything else is just rusted uh, to the point where it's become part of the frame, and the frame has become part of the surrounding wall. Uh, this one is still pretty intact. and has about a meter gap. But uh, there's a whole, like spaghetti-like nest, like geometric spaghetti of conveyor belts, uh, running in a, like, uh, a band from one end of the factory to the other around here. Maybe this is where supplies or products were loaded and offloaded, and this was needed to service the automated trucks or what have you. Uh, as you're getting closer here, Xbox, or excuse me, Playbox 9... Uh, one of the robot arms on the ceiling lurches to life. It unfolds like the raptorial arms of a praying mantis, just lightning fast. A big three-pronged claw unfolding, making a grab for you. Hmm. Because I'm going to see if I can quickly zip my way past it and out the door. Okay. So you put on the power... And let's see, this thing is good at snatch and grab, and it's got a two. Okay. I'm using the uh, quick approach, right? Yep. Sounds like it to me. Plus two there. Uh, Right. Uh, Let's see. That makes it a one. Works for me. Unless you really want to go to the mat over this, the three-pronged... Claw seizes Playbox 9. You all can see this. And this little robot arm uh, makes it almost an electronic uh, little chuckle, like a high-pitched little chuckle. It's just some servos and gears 
but uh, it sounds almost like a high-pitched evil chuckle as it retracts, and it's moving Playbox 9, trying to store it in a series of nets and webbing that have been epoxied to the ceiling, where you can see a number of other dead robots. <laughs> are we are we going in order, or can you just jump in? Right now, I'd say you guys can just jump in. Probably Toolinator is in the front, but I'm not super okay. worried about a marching order or anything like that. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to attempt to train in my uh, towel... Um, <laughs> Towel dispensing device. Is it like a t-shirt cannon, but it shoots towels? Yes. (laughs) Excellent. Perfect. And I'm going to try to intercept the claw before it can um, um, reach the the robot there. So are you making an attack? Or do you want to, like, uh, create an advantage of, like, aimed and tracked? Oh, that could be kind of cool, because I want to help. I have a thing I want to help. <laughs> um, Radio messages are flying back and forth on the network. <laughs> you guys can all talk to each other, and no, it's pretty well, well, fast. Playbox the nine, we're coming to you. Now, what the hell am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> what was that suggestion for an advantage? I was saying you could uh, you could make an attack, but uh, right. you also it sounded like you could just be like aiming and zeroing in, creating an advantage like uh, tractors or zeroed in or something like that. Okay, um, I think I'd better do that. Um, go ahead and let's see. Uh, that that I'm just trying to see how that would count as an advantage for somebody else to use. Um, I don't know if that's one that someone else could use, but you definitely oh, could use it later. But it's something that okay. So yeah, I'm I'm going to track its movement then and zero in the cannon. Okay. Um, I th- I think because my my sensors are a little unreliable, I do need a little extra time to target. Anyway, <laughs> nice works for me. Ooh, that oh. sounds that sounds like a self compel instead of making the attack. You're taking the yeah. time. So uh, exactly. take a fate point for that. Okay. And I'm going to say, go ahead and just give yourself the aspect uh, zeroed in, or whatever you want to call it. That'll have one free use. Okay, good. All right, so this thing is moving to store the Playbox 9 in some netting with a bunch of other dead robots. Mm. Poolinator's aiming it on this thing. What are the rest of you guys doing? Um, can I reach it to grab it with my, my grabber arm? Oh, it's way up on the ceiling, and you're the size of a can opener. Can I lift Poolinator to get him closer? You I can, can forcefully you, lift things. You can lift him about <laughs> as high as a can opener. Okay. <laughs> Damn it! Because <laughs> I'm only a can opener. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I swear at it in Italian and wave my arm and try and distract it? <laughs> yes, you can. Why don't you give I me? I will do that. Why don't you give me a flashy roll? <laughs> Is this this is using fudge dice, right? Yep. Four of them? Yes. How about six? No, I'm joking. I mean you could. <laughs> Four of them. <gasps> I got three plusies. Okay. And one uh, three. Got plus three. An evil little multi lensed sensor cluster swivels around on a track, focuses on you, and this thing actually pauses. It's long, long, many time, like many jointed <laughs> arm swiveling back and forth as though it's in some sort of like target prioritization loop. 
So uh, Playbox <laughs> 9 is not in the net at the moment, and this thing is definitely distracted. That's an aspect with one for use. <laughs> hey, Putana! Hey, Stronzo! <laughs> <laughs> My little Italian metal biter. <laughs> you got to stand still, pull an eighter, and you radio me the correct uh, accurate coordinates of your lock-in. I could make use of that. Good idea. Absolutely, I can. I can send this full on entry. Okay, you can totally with, use that advantage then. With its tracking telemetry and the fact that uh, that uh, the Dio Donato actually got it to stop and look at her, him, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, use a forceful approach and uh, try and make use of this real genius style killer laser they mounted me with. <laughs> Perfect. And disconnect this claw from whatever it's suspended from the track or swivel or gyro that it oh, happens to be mounted. <laughs> so now that I know where to aim, because pool and hit are locked in on the sucker, let's see what happens. And. Ooh, alright, plus. Neutral, neutral. Wait a minute. Yeah, four and three is neutral. Two and five is negative. All right, that's a zero. I just get a three from Forceville. That's enough. The uh, brilliant, mm, what color is this beam? Yes, oh, it's went out oh. there. I know it's a laser. There's mist. <laughs> <laughs> this, one is a, this one's a Star Wars blue. Awesome. Mm. Uh, slices right through the uh, the arm. Uh, part of the ceiling, <laughs> and possibly the cloud cover outside. <laughs> Both ends ah, glowing like- red. The uh, the end of the long, many jointed arm that was uh, holding the play box uh, falls down on this like nest of conveyor belts here. Good grief! How high up? How how high up had had it gotten me by the time it did that? Oh, you were up like <laughs> at ceiling level, so like uh, okay, like so... fifteen twenty feet. <laughs> right, that's a little bit more than two meters, but I'm all 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 uh, all rotors going as quickly as they can, trying to slow my fall as much as they can. Uh, I'll use my sophisticated processor to try to determine a trajectory to cause minimal damage. When I hit the floor, there's a high-pitched buzzing whine as your rotors spin up because this thing's arm is still holding onto you. It just was severed, <laughs> and you're being pulled down. Also, you can probably get yourself free, but if you want a fate point, you'll take the condition spin dizzy as you get into kind of a a. a Vicious cycle here. Get like knocked down, and your altimeter gets all thrown out of whack. Sounds like fun. Okay, take that fate point and give yourself the aspect spin dizzy. It'll stick around until you can effect some sort of repairs. Okay. I guess on the plus side, he was still gripped in a kind of a protective metal cage in the form of a exactly being cut by a claw as it fell. So, and so do I need to make a video? Okay, so I, I don't need to make a a, a roll. Yeah. Okay. You're protected. It's just you know your processors couldn't quite keep up with 
the fall right. and the extra weight and everything else. And it kind of stumbles out, kind of skidding on 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 like on like one on 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 one corner stops, like flips over once, gets back righted, and starts making its way weaving towards the door now, rather than <laughs> bouncing <laughs> like a drunk bumblebee. <laughs> pretty much. That was a pretty good shot. <laughs> The uh, the loading arm kind of like waves its glowing end back and forth a couple times, brings it up in front of the uh, in front of its sensor cluster, which is the whole thing is attached to a assembly that kind of looks like a high tech barnacle. <laughs> like inspects that, inspects you guys, inspects that, and moves along its short track over to the nest of dead robots and kind of hides itself in among there. Its telltales <laughs> go down to the like the waiting mode. <laughs> Dio Donato yells Stronzo after it and waves his arm in a, in a very Italian gesture. It moves the cluster facing away from you and kind of like points them downward. That's what happens when you don't read company memos, you little autocrat. <laughs> You can see from here that it's one of a whole collection of them. Looks like there was a pair of these near each door. Uh, this is the only, like, surviving one. A lot of them aren't even structurally intact anymore. And from that netting extends a webwork of wires with various adapters and plugs, all of which go into the main housing. It was clearly grabbing whatever came by and draining it of power to keep itself alive. Hmm. Robot spider. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ooh. So uh, now there's this uh, big, heavy door here with uh, conveyor belts between uh, you and it. Uh, it's uh, open, but uh, when the robot arm uh, like dropped down with a, uh, a shuddering clang that knocked a bunch of rust loose, and the door with a hideous squealing sound drops down about a foot. And then slowly, slowly starts to grind down toward the floor. Ugh. Ah, ah! I have a jack. Mm-hmm. I will, I will, I will wrench it open with my jack so you can escape. So, are you vaulting over these conveyor belts, ducking under them, smashing through them? Because it's kind of an obstacle here. The conveyor belts are about as high as you are. I can. I. Oh, that's to defend an anchor. Defend over. Oh, that's that's. To, wait a minute. What does that mean? Anchor plus two defend slash overcome obstacles. Anchor. Yeah, that would be like if something were trying to move you. Yeah. You'd have a plus. Oh, and two. I and I hold still, and it can't pull me around. Yeah, you got a plus two to do something okay. like that. Oh, okay. So is this a crazy claw pole vault, or yes, is- yes, it is. I'm pole vaulting and dragging myself over and and through. Without hesitation, you pull vault, kind of uh, flinging yourself over like, um, man, you guys ever see like uh, crickets or grasshoppers that have just got a little too big for their own jumping capabilities? And they just kind of fling themselves <laughs> haphazardly? I can't see them bounce off walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Picturing it like There's that. no grace. There's no style to this. I'm lopsided. <laughs> I'm a sad little can opener. <laughs> but by 
my God, I'm going to get there and use my jack. <laughs> <laughs> Ending is for later. <laughs> <laughs> so my friends can't escape. <laughs> um. Well, I'm going to say that's a that's a forceful action there. You're just flinging yourself at this thing and then, like, <laughs> shoving your giant claw at the door. Like Worf in, like, every second episode of The Next Generation holding something up. Today is a good day to a die. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hold this for you. Hodor. Yeah, one of them. So, so. Like, give me a forceful here. The door is actually kind of making an attack, and it's good at being heavy, so it's got a plus two here. I got, um, Ooh, I still that's can't a open. Four. I just got crushed. Um, <laughs> I got, I got three neutrals and a minus. All right. You can, so, uh, don't forget that you get a plus two for doing this. So I've got a barrel. I've got plus one out of everything. And left. then also you'll want to add your forceful rating. Because oh, this oh, is a forceful action. Oh, have I had, have I gotten there to use the jack? Oh yeah, yeah. You flung yourself oh, forward without oh, hesitation. Okay. Plus one, so I get four. So then a total of four. Then if I get forceful as well. Okay, so a four versus a four. This thing cuts loose like some frozen <laughs> bolt or something like that. Finally snaps, flies deep into the factory with like a wee, and then <laughs> later there's a clatter, bang, bang. <laughs> And you've got your claw up. You're kind of on your back and on your side. You can barely hold this thing up for a second. Greg, going around. Wunkity, 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 wunkity. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I see it. <laughs> Little wheels turning. <laughs> so what are you guys doing? Dio Donato has this thing, like, held up. Barely. <laughs> I'd like to. <clears throat> I'd like to find whatever whatever uh, metal scrap, um, boxes, bolts, crates, anything that's uh, roughly the same size as uh, the opening. Ooh, there is a raptorial loading arm here that could be all folded up. Well, that sucker is going to go underneath the door. Well, so I can that help do that too. I have the I have yeah. the adaptable tool. I can grab some stuff and we can stack it up in there. Okay, so yeah, you guys are dragging this thing over here while uh, Dio Donato like barely manages to hold it up. You wedge the folded arm under the door just as it becomes too much for Dio Donato's little manipulator. Excellent. It slams home with a bang. There's a like a creaking. The the arm like tilts slightly to the side, and then uh, catches against the frame. Looks like the door is up. It's only about like eight nine inches, but that's enough for pretty much everybody here. Pretty much. Yeah. Excellent. And, and then here I come skidding through. <laughs> Am I too big for that? I, uh, I'm... Like, you're like you're like half an inch too big. Oh, I see. Oh, well, you know what? Let me ask. Let me turn this around because I'm doing this slightly differently. Right? Are you too big for that? Because I, uh, you do have the stunt big. Uh, right. That's kind of like a possible compel of your high concept as a former pool maintenance bot. You're not exactly designed to like fit through narrow spaces. No. So but... I'll leave that to you. If you want a fate point, you're just a little too big. Otherwise, yes. I think you can make it. Yes, uh, 
I've, I've got a solution for how this is going to have to be as I'm going to have to be pulled over sideways and dragged <laughs> through. <laughs> Oh, how humility. <laughs> <laughs> the visuals with this game are so beautiful. <laughs> Especially, like, I think everybody probably has a image of their own bot, but I think we all might have a different image of the Poolinator. <laughs> <laughs> Poolinator is a thing of wonder and a yep. joy for... <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so you can have your fate point, but who's dragging this person, th- or excuse me, who's dragging Poolinator through? <laughs> Who is? Uh, Who that's can? probably got to be me, right? Okay. Yeah? Okay. Was using using Forceful again? Uh, no, or I don't think you have to make a roll. You're just doing it. Okay. Yeah. We're doing just it. Doing it. So you got to kind of, like, turn Back. around to pull Poolinator out here, which well, means... Well, I in ahead. and out on this opening, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So I need to, to get my horrible little grabber arm <laughs> to that onto something on the Poolinator that's sticking out, and, and the others are going to have to help wedge him up and over as I pull. <laughs> okay. So if I, start, if I give okay. a heave, what do you think? I give a heave... <laughs> and I'm grinding backwards on my horrible little tread and, and flat wheel. Sounds pulling good him me. along. Can someone? Can somebody else get in there and like stuff a thing to create a little? Oh, so much for my chrome fittings. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. That's gone. That's all scraped off on one side. I know. On that one side, yeah. Archibald can help by pushing from the uh, from the interior side. Cool. <laughs> this thing's going to look like the Terminator when we're done. <laughs> Mangled. <laughs> and if Archie can help push while I'm pulling, that should be enough to do it, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's going to work. Now, okay. Playbox 9, you were kind of bumbling your way toward the door, if I understood correctly. Yes. Which means you might be the first one out. Okay. Sometimes we don't pull Poolinator over onto him, poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, he never would. Well, he you never... know, Playbox 9 is flying, more or less. He's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, sort of flying at this point. Uh... So are you the first one out, or are you, um, like, waiting to kind of keep Overwatch and assist your friends? Are you uh, racing forward to explore? Mm-hmm. Racing forward to explore sounds like what he would be doing, <laughs> such as he can at the moment. Awesome. <laughs> Bumbling, swerving, the virtual horizon and actual horizon never quite lining up, so it's the computer equivalent of being so drunk that you have double vision. Scraping underside on like stuff because he's not quite sure what altitude he's at. Yes. Yeah. So a bunch of gray scratches along the bottom now as uh, you fight your way through into uh, open air. There's um, a crumbled loading dock out here and uh, an expanse of torn and buckled asphalt that slopes downward at what is clearly not its original angle. There's uh, grass, flowers, and trees that are growing up in like every jagged fissure and uh, erupting from fractured mounds. There's almost no clear space in any of this, and like nothing is level. Uh, what 
what comes close to level is filled with everything from puddles to shallow ponds. And on either side of this, uh, there's the remains of a formidable security fence, uh, a few weathered and splintered posts, uh, topped with sensor and weapon modules still reach toward the sky. Uh, most of them, though, are tumbled and shattered across the ground, adding to the roughness. Uh, one of them, solar panels still largely intact, twitches erratically searching for intruders, and uh, it turns, locking on you. Oh, great. Um... It is going to try to see you. It actually has to try, because it's only got a few intact sensors, and those are, like, covered in mold and weeds and, you know, guano. Hmm. Mm, It's good at that, but uh, still, that only gives it a minus one. So this, like, um, security camera that's all covered in, like, pigeon filth Mm. and has, like lichen growing over it, like, turns and is trying to focus on you, you can see a little, like, uh, machine gun next to it Mm. um, that, like, repeatedly goes clack, clack, and each time it charges, a intact round just comes flying out of its breech. Mm. Like, it's cocking over and over and just, like, sending its own ammunition out into a little, like, pile far down below it. It's trying to get a target lock on you, but it clearly doesn't see you at all. That's going okay. on while you guys are pushing slash dragging the poolinator. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> I guess while it's still not quite locked in on us, and while they're still trying to get the poolinator through the door... Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will start using my, um, see if I can make use of my sophisticated processor, mm-hmm. uh, in, 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 invoking that to try to, uh, get the, my, my sensors and altimeter and everything else realigned. Ah, that sounds good way. to me. Why don't you give me a careful roll to try to readjust your algorithms? Okay, that's a plus three oh, with a sophisticated yeah. processor, that's another two. Yeah. That'll work. Uh, it's going to be difficulty four to get this all completely cleared up. Mm. And that's what I ended up getting because with the, all those plus fives, I rolled a plus and two minuses. So <laughs> it comes out at just four. Okay, perfect. So it takes like the entire time and you have to kind of freeze in place, but you've got mm-hmm. yourself all like uh, maybe not rebooted, but like you've rewritten your software on the fly to account for this. Meanwhile, uh, you guys complete the uh, moving operation here, and uh, you emerged into the environment, uh, well, I just described. Okay. So no problem getting the pollinator back up upright after we get through? I don't think so. Not with Dio Donato here and uh, yeah. Archibald Seven yeah. helping. Okay. Ah. So I'm going to run a quick diagnostic while we're waiting for something to happen. <laughs> Okay, so you're taking the time to run a diagnostic. Mm-hmm. The rest of you guys, you see all this stuff, the uh, you know the broken asphalt, trees, saplings, all this stuff kind of sloping down towards some sort of, like, cliff or something like that. Um, you can, uh, like, beyond the edge of the cliff, you can detect the sound of rushing water. And there's a collapsed segment of maglev. Um, like at the far end of all this asphalt and beyond the cliff, 
uh, the maglev track like reaches to the cliff, um, but stops short about five or six feet. And from there, you can see this track stumbling drunkenly off into a landscape overgrown with wild forest. That's a, it disappears before it reaches into, reaches the horizon in the rain call of an approaching thunderstorm. Hmm. Filthy and wet. Should have expected it. And not much to look at. I give you that. (laughs) This is awesome! (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, now where do we go? Where do we go next, yes. Can we take the solar panels off the thing that was firing at us? Well, this thing is on a, like, 20, 25-foot pole. And, uh, I can do it. I can do it. I can, can do it. I can do anything. <laughs> no, is it? No. <laughs> and it's not like it's no, not I... firing at you guys at the moment, but its cameras are avidly searching mm-hmm. the area. It looks like if it's got a bead on anyone, it's on uh, Playbox Nine, who's hovering there, uh, like running diagnostics and rewriting its software. Yeah, and even then, it's just busy e- ejecting perfectly good ammo. So yes. it's. Moment, so I suppose that theoretically you you could go up there, but uh, if, if you did, if something went, went wrong and the machine gun started working and you got up there and it shot you up and you you fell, you wouldn't want to be a a holy diver, would you? No. <laughs> I've been waiting for an opportunity to get that in there somehow. You no. feel better now? <laughs> I do. <laughs> so so I we should we should go somewhere else. <laughs> this is no good. This thing is continuing to search. You guys are kind of all out on the open here. And uh, with a three, it spots the poolinator. Oh, mm. no. <laughs> Unless there's something uh, you guys think you can do in defense here as its uh, camera eye <laughs> turns toward the group. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to do something. Okay, what you got? Okay, I'm going to use the portable tool, uh, adaptable tool arm to grab a towel and start waving it off to the side where no one currently is. That's, that's, um, nice. um, mm, that's flashy, 100%. Yes. And uh, if you can meet or beat a three, you'll have successfully distracted this thing. Okay, my base flashy is a three. Perfect. <laughs> and I roll a minus one. So <laughs> I have a okay. I'm going to use a fate point. Okay. What are you invoking? Um, I'm going to invoke. Um, um, let's see. Um, what is this? I'm trying to think of a good word for the towel. Um, well, your uh, high concept could work. You know, that seems like oh. that would include having the towel, unless you have a specific aspect that deals with towels or distracting or oh. your ability to wave fetchingly. <laughs> I see. Uh, but I think your high concept think, will work. My high concept will work. The fact that I have the towel to begin with. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense because you know yeah, you're yeah. a retrofitted pool cleaning robot. I'm a pool, retrofitted pool cleaning robot, and I have a nice little towel which is flapping in the wind and making a better target than I am. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, so that brings it your total two. Uh, what is that? A plus two. Mm-hmm. So that uh, brings me my uh, total to. Um, uh, 
So this filth-smeared camera lens, which is half-blinded by the mat of lichen and moss that's growing on top of it and kind of hanging down in front of it like some uh, 80s skater haircut, uh, turns, <laughs> turns and uh, focuses with a uh, like an audible grinding whine. You can hear it from here on the... Uh, on the waving towel. Mm. So at least for the moment, it's distracted. What are you guys doing? See, I wonder how quickly we can all get to that maglev track. It's a couple of zones over there. Unless anyone's really fast, it's going to take a sec. There's so much terrain. Of course, some of us can fly and don't have to worry about it. Well... Well, this pole-mounted thread only has one leg to stand on. I wonder if I could cut it down to size. Archibald would like to target the base of the pole that it's mounted on. Mm-hmm. I don't know how tall how tall is a pole, like 10, 15, about, 20 feet? Uh, it's actually about like 25, 30 feet. Oh, good. Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't need to target it. I just need to target what it's mounted on, and the yeah. base of the pole sliced out from under it should give it a wild ride. Give me a <laughs> forceful roll. And uh, I just need one success. What happens here? That's a negative. That's a negative. <laughs> okay, I rolled a minus one, but I've got a three on forceful, so two. Nice. Thought. Sparks fly. The uh, high impact, like ballistic fa- uh, plastic and armor weave of this uh, security pole just just vaporized. Fragments of it go everywhere. Cracks <laughs> shoot up the brittle, uh, like the age and weathered brittled plastics up along the pole. It falls mostly outward uh, into the like rougher wilderness beyond this bounded former parking lot. And uh, big pieces of it shatter. Excellent. I wonder if its uh, solar panel remained intact. That could fit inside uh, this dreadful box that I'm dragging behind me. Mm. If we move in the direction of the maglevs, maybe we could check it on the way. And if it's intact and detachable, let's take it. It probably has its own battery that it was charging with the solar panels, too. So we should take that. Good call. Mm. Excellent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to think about whether it had cables going to it, but if it had its own power supply recharge with solar panels, it probably didn't. Alrighty. Okay. All right then. So what's next? Explore the maglev track. I think we'll have to. Yeah. That's, that's, that was the only other promising thing. I mean, you unless we have the cap- capability of putting in a. Uh, um, what do you call it? A hydroelectric generator, and then. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they they want us to bring back power supplies, right? Yeah. But how much do we have at our disposal for you know, like what you know, what if we find a uh, you know, like a solar power farm? Can we actually lay cable back to the factory from that? You know, I'm not quite sure exactly. Hmm. You know, bringing back little bits and pieces of solar panel isn't going to be much help. <laughs> Or even a battery on the ground, right? Mm-hmm, right. Yeah. <laughs> I found a battery. I found a battery. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, Triple A. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a Komatsu truck full of nine volts. Here you go. <laughs> Something like that. Drag it back. Yeah. <laughs> now, he said, he, you said it was running the sound of running water. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I was... <laughs> 
if there was yeah. something in the factory that we could um, turn into a dam? Ha, yeah, hydroelectric. <laughs> uh, all we all we have to do is stick a power uh, paddle wheel in in the water and hook it up to a generator and lay a cable back to the factory and boom, we've got all the power we need. Mm-hmm. You just have to find the supplies for it. Because, you know, of course the factory mines, like, built turbines and wind turbines and solar panels and stuff like that when they could. All that stuff, like, all the local stuff has, like, worn out. This is not saying that you couldn't go and find stuff and build something. Right. Maybe we'll find a 50-gallon drum of gasoline. That'll work, too, right? Mm-hmm. Will it? Sure. Anything yeah, you can use for energy is useful. <laughs> yeah. Use it to fuel, fuel the generator. Yeah. What they're looking for is, you know, like a permanent and ongoing fuel supply or a large supply of temporary stuff, anything that will extend their life. (laughs) And they want these four very weedy (laughs) objects to bring them back. You were all that was left. They were not logistics planning minds. (laughs) They were trend analysis and marketing and manufacturing minds. Ah, so they gotcha. took the leftovers, used the last Good of their power, and we're the native. They, yep. <laughs> we're tiny damned heroes. Yes, right. yes, we are. Playbox die gets gets Hulu and and Netflix. It'll be perfect for this mission. <laughs> <laughs> well, do do we want to head to the water, or do we want to head to? As you guys are discussing, thunder rumbles in the distance, and now you can hear the sound of uh, the rain picking up as uh, the storm draws nearer. Do we want to go back into the factory and stay a dry <laughs> until the storm... After, after what it took to get out? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Let's go check the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the water and see what, at least what it's coming from. Okay. Okay. Well, you got about two zones of difficult terrain here. Each one's going to require some sort of role, some sort of way of overcoming it. With the exception, I think, of Playbox 9, you can, uh, you know, hover above even the, like, the tall grass and wildflowers here. Will do. It's all broken asphalt and roots and weeds and flowers and trees and, you know, puddles and ponds. At least I'm fairly water resistant. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just going to power through it okay. and vault where I have to. <laughs> oh, sounds good to me. Okay, so what do we need to roll again? Well, it sounds like with Dio Donato there, uh, yeah. vaulting and uh, and powering through where you can, that's going to be a forceful roll. But I'll need you also to tell me what happens when you encounter a thicket. <laughs> Before or after I roll? Uh, this is part of the roll. So before you roll. Before I roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I don't know exactly what a thicket is, and I, I'm sure I can get through it. So I'm going to bounce off of it. <laughs> 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 and then I'm going to pull vault into it again. <laughs> I'm sure I broke a few branches, and I'm going to pull vault into it. <laughs> Just repeatedly <laughs> flinging yourself at it until eventually you kind of break your way through. Or either break my way through or perhaps one of my comrades will tell me to knock it the hell off and go around. <laughs> well, or we could use that Babylon 5-style laser weapon to slice through. <laughs> 
Okay, so that's a forceful from Dio Donato there, flinging <laughs> yourself at the world. Oh no, I got two negatives out of my, out of my, what, three for forcefuls. I only got one. <laughs> See, I'm so, failing at my thicket. Fail, fail, fail. You are in fact hung up right at the exit of the thicket. There's ah! some unusually sturdy vines here that have grown across. You're caught up in some ivy, basically, that's like, oh no. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'll be free in a minute. <laughs> spin, spin, flail, flail. <laughs> I'm afraid I might be in the same situation. I rolled a one. And, so. Try and poke it with my corkscrew to make it, try and cut it. I don't know. So, so sad. <laughs> who was that? And what are you actually doing oh, to cross cool, this? Cool, cool and Ata. Okay. So. I am... <laughs> I'm, I'm attempting to use my superior size and um, the flexible flexible body and gyro balance to try and maneuver over the brush. Mm, that also sounds forceful to me. And it yeah. sounds like you got a you got a one here. Yes. So uh, the puddles aren't much of a problem for you. Uh, allowing you to take advantage of some other stuff, but you find yourself yeah. high-centered. Mm. You uh, go up and over like a little rise. Part of it gives weight, uh, gives way under your weight and treads. <laughs> and uh, well, the middle ten percent of you is on the ground. Yeah. Okay. The rest of you is like maybe a centimeter off the ground. Like my, my my wheels moving with nothing. Latch on. Okay, got it. Spin to my wheels. Or treads or whatever they are. I guess they have wheels in them. <laughs> right, who's next? <laughs> Amando, mm-hmm. I wonder if you wouldn't mind giving um, Puldonator a push. Um, uh, I was going to say he's kind of over there. Like he's notionally here. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but you could certainly try giving uh, Poolinator a push. If I can get close enough to him, then I'll do that myself. How are you, how are you yourself, like, uh, getting through all this stuff? Well, I was going to request uh, aerial reconnaissance uh, imagery to be radioed to me from Playbox 9. Ah, if we can we get each two, meter, two meters up, and in my general vicinity... He could provide me with uh, with uh, um, uh, somewhat low flying bird's eye view of my general area, and I could find and weave out the flattest path for me to follow because I'll never get through thickets. Sounds like a plan, or broken uh, or broken asphalt. I think you can zoom right up there. Give me a clever roll there, Playbox Nine. Ah, it comes out with a zero. Okay, that's enough to uh, create the boost here of aerial reconnaissance. Anyone can use that. Uh, whoever uses it, um, you can, excuse me, everyone can use it one time. Well, I'm sorry, I missed the first part. I'm sorry. So there's the boost aerial reconnaissance, because uh, Playbox 9 at Archibald 7's bidding has, uh, like, zoomed up about two meters and kind of mapped oh, okay. the area out. It's a boost, but I'm going to say, like, everyone can use that boost. So, okay. uh, like, you can use it 
and Poolinator can use it, and Archibald can use it, but uh, when you guys use it, you can only use it one time. Okay, for a new roll? Yeah, or a plus two. Okay. Those of you who are already stuck trundled forward, uh, so you're stuck at the moment. But mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. I was just wondering if the plus two would count for our other role, or if we'd have to make a new role for it. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to wait because you guys, uh, you guys, kind of trundled oh. forward here. <laughs> okay, now, we'll wait. Yep. Now you're a little bit stuck. Okay. So I'll make use of the uh, I'll make use of the uh, area intelligence that uh, Playbox Nine just provided me with, and find the flattest uh, route through this maze of broken terrain to get to Poolinator in order to give him a push. That's a careful roll if I ever heard one. Mm. Okay. Let's see what happens here. My careful is only at one. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah. What you I got, got a new I got a neutral and three fives. Whoa. So, so I got a nice. four on that one. Love nice. that. You find uh not only a uh, relatively straight path. Oh, but one that slopes downward. So you just kind of have to disengage your flywheel and, uh, your little carpet wheels carry you down. It's a bit Indiana Jones, uh, in the minecart kind of ride. <laughs> Rattling, shaking, almost falling over, but not quite, almost falling over the other way. At one point, you, you do like a beautiful little ramp. You gotta catch like two inches of air, just hanging there forever backlit by the sun for a moment before uh, crashing down and uh, rolling with just the right amount of momentum to push Poolinator off this little, like, mound uh, where he's high-centered. Uh, little insects come spilling out of there. It was an anthill he was caught on. Ah. <laughs> he's a low rider. <laughs> nope. Pretty much. Poolinator, that pushes you forward through some weeds, uh, Mm -hmm. creating a path Ah, to the edge of the zone. So, like, you go rolling forward, rolling forward, and the cliff is rapidly approaching. You're not in any danger. (laughs) Because I could stop before I get to the cliff. Yes. But everyone else, there is now a path to the edge of the cliff. Okay. And uh, will we be able to pull? Let's see, who was it that got oh, the room that got stuck? Dio Donato, I think. Got Dio stuck. Donato. So the, the, can the rest of us pull Dio Donato from the, the other side? I mean, probably. But tell me what you're doing. Oh, okay. Um, I'm 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 going over there to see if I can help. Yes. Okay. So uh, kind of rolling backward there, Dio Donato is uh, caught uh, one thick, sturdy vine wrapped mostly around its chassis. The other one, like, wedged right under that claw, so it just can't can't get the that effector to, like, really do anything, hanging mm. a couple inches off the ground. All right. So I'm going to hang out here and assess the situation and wait for more reinforcements. <laughs> <laughs> so you just kind of trot up, <laughs> fix your sensors on the dangling Dio Donato, and then just like wait. <laughs> Little loading <laughs> bar. Ding, ding, pretty, ding. Pretty, yeah, pretty tangled up there. <laughs> you you guys go on ahead. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost there. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. 
robot on my watch. No robot left behind. <laughs> Coolinator, now that you've got traction, oh, that's a very impressive adaptable tool you have there. Will it cut? If it'll cut, perhaps you could cut through the vine. That seems to be what's holding our our poor romantic Italian friend uh, in place. Mm. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll be there any time now. Oh, yes. <laughs> trash, No, I'm good. <laughs> I guess I can start cutting some vines so that to try to loose them up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I'm you've got, a, you, you've got a tool that can do that. Okay. Yes. Snip, snip, saw, clank. Diodonato <laughs> is down. Woo! <laughs> oh, th- thank you, mommy. Well, my friends. <laughs> There's a a rough track here where, like, some of the dirt has been kind of pressed down. Uh, twigs and roots have been pushed aside. Grass, which is slowly starting to bend back up, has been pushed down into the side. You got a temporary track that leads to the cliff. Okay. So what you guys doing? None of us put that path there, right? No, Poolinator. Uh, oh, I did. did. Okay, good. That is part of that. Okay, yep. good. I guess I'll, down I we guess go. I'll scout it on the head. Okay. So uh, the Playbox 9 moves, moves ahead here, and uh, you can see this cliff is maybe 30 or 40 feet. There's a hmm. rushing river down at the base of it. It's carved away the supports for the maglev track, which is why it has like fallen down to nearly the level of the cliff here. There's still a good like five, six feet between the edge of the maglev track and the uh, the cliff itself. Down there in the river, you can faintly make out the long lozenge shapes of what might have been some, like, high-speed cargo transport or something that once ran along this maglev. It looks like it's um, mostly aligned with the river and largely submerged down there. It's more wildlands, forest, and scrub, which uh, slowly works its way upward toward the horizon. It's now starting to rain, and the sound of thunder is very close. You can see flashes of lightning in the storm, which is almost upon you. Ah, I'm going to make sure I'm not too close to the edge of the little cliff there. You uh, realize you had gone over this thing, so you could point your camera down and uh, back up. Yeah. So the maglev track, is is that, like, against the the cliff six feet down, or is it six feet out from the cliff? It's six feet out from the cliff. It's on almost exactly the same level, but it's, like, six feet out from the cliff. Hmm. The cliff is a good 30 feet, got that broad river at the bottom, submerged maglev train down there, uh, like partially turned over. Coolinator, did you see any, any, any kind of like ledges or anything on the way down with your, uh, your like camera? Yeah. Um, did, did I, or is it just the, the, like when this thing fell down there, did it, um, just make it a big slide? Hmm. I'd say you could make a careful assessment here. And see that that. there are some cliffs uh, or ledges or something along those lines. 
Uh, I'm gonna call that difficulty two. If you can, uh, <laughs> if you can meet or beat a two, you got something you can maybe take advantage of. Okay, this is what for for clever. Or? Uh, that'll be a careful because you're like you know Care- you're carefully careful. scanning with your malfunctioning. Okay. Uh, equipment here. Right. Careful scanning. Oh, good. I got a plus two, which makes it a three. Okay. So, yeah, you can see a system of ledges, uh, crevices, and handholds. It's not exactly a path. It's zigzagging. There's vertical gaps, but no horizontal gaps, if that's clear. You know, some parts overhang other parts, and it'd be a short drop down to them. It's uh, dangerous, it looks like, and difficult, but it does drop all the way down to this side of a wide Thing rushing river. Would need. Ooh, and I think it's time for my server I'm done. to reboot. Oh, no, there yeah. we are. Yeah. <laughs> you can make it all the way down to this side of... Uh, of the river, but then you're on like the cliffside shore of a wide rushing river. Right. Um, boy. And the another question about the uh, maglev trap: did it did it collapse into the the, the water like there's a, a like bends down into the water, or is it like uh, broken off? There's sections of it down there in the water along with the train, but it's broken okay. off. Okay. It collapsed probably because of the river. Hmm. I would say it's unstable. I'm not certain this surface is entirely stable. Mm. That's okay. Neither are are are, are we. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think more to the point with the storm arriving. There's you may want to, or what kind of shelter we can find. I mean, I, I I don't want to end up with a a yellow hexagon here. <laughs> Poolinator, do you have a towel you could spare? Oh, certainly, happy towel. <laughs> Oh, uh, do, do, how are we needing this towel? Do you just need a towel or you want me to hold on to one end? Um, at some point, it, if it could just be laid flat, I'd like to eject some lubricant onto it, uh, something oily and slick and petroleum-based, and then perhaps it can be draped over this cursed cube that I'm dragging behind it, behind me. <laughs> that can act as a tent tent peg uh, the, that we can get under if the rain uh, continues like this, because we won't last much longer. We can do that. I wonder if that there might be a, a like cave or something along along the side there down down the way. Or that. What do your what do your console eyes see? <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out as I kinda 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 fly my way down to the along the the uh, first bit of, of like ledge. And start making my way. So you want to get, like, kind of, um, you want to scan the whole sort of cliff on your way down? Or did you want to, like, get down to the river level specifically and get along and uh, check out along there? Oh, basically, I I, I want to kind of scan as I I go, and if I find something, I can radio back to them. Okay, that's going to be a careful roll as well. All right. Okay, these dice are much better. Uh, well, not much better, but at least I didn't get a negative on that roll. I got a three. That's my my uh, careful rating. So 
Okay. You work your way down, uh, sort of sliding from one area where you can get ground effect to the other. It's sometimes precipitous, but never completely dangerous, though the wind is picking up, and now lightning is uh, flashing through clouds directly overhead. <coughs> uh, the rest of you, the uh, this area has the aspect torrential thunderstorm. Oh, jeez. And there's no other shelter. There's no shelter to be had. Well, not at the moment. And, uh, yeah, down here you can see a number of uh, shallow little indents that might hold uh, each of your companions, but, like, you know, one at a time. And down mm-hmm. at the base of the river you can see some curious tunnel-like constructions that... Uh, go back from, like, just above what looks like is the high water mark and uh, disappear mm-hmm. back into blackness. And how how far down is it? I'm sorry. It's like a good 30 feet. So we can't tie enough towels together to make a rope. Hey, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I don't know how many towels pull, pull in um, That would take a lot of towels. <laughs> <laughs> I signal back the options as I find them. I think it also and, fact, I've, I've got a power transfer cable in my uh, in my ice box. Ooh. <gasps> yeah. Are you using? And as I'm sorry, Mr. K. Mr. I'm sorry. I'm I, I, I just just going to say, and since I'm at the bottom of the cliff anyway, I'm going to venture into one of the of the, of the uh, tunnels. Not not very far, but en- enough to be out of the rain and and like weather. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I, the rain won't bother me very much, but I'm going to make sure I'm not anywhere that looks like it might be in the path of flooding. Gotcha. Up here, it looks like the, uh, like the pools and ponds are growing slowly as, uh, the rain fills them, but you don't look like you're in much danger of being flooded out here. Well, I was more concerned about flash flooding. Yeah. <laughs> There's some obvious low points and channels that run along the slope down toward the river. You can easily ah, avoid those. It's a high ground. Good, good, good. Ah, all right. So unless anyone is taking immediate action, I'll uh, cut over to Playbox 9's explorations. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Playbox, you can barely fit into this by, like, turning sideways here. Uh, so your sensor range is somewhat limited. This um, tunnel is clearly excavated, like, uh, roughly, but it's got packed earth along the sides. Uh, mm-hmm. Roots, grasses, and other things have been, like, roughly snipped off before they become too great of a uh, impediment to progress. Uh, it's kind of windy, and um, around a corner there, you suddenly come face-to-face with an animal. <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> do I know what kind of animal, or... I don't know. Do you think that the the factory mines would have loaded you up with any kind of wildlife data? It's um, It's got a sleek, streamlined form, uh, kind of like long, rounded head, um, big eyes, which are like reflecting the, uh, the light, what little light there is here. And um, it's watching you warily and kind of backing away. You can see a couple of others jammed into the tunnel here. They must be almost infinitely flexible because they're like just kind of poking their heads past each other and peer- and peering at you, making uh, curious vocalizations. Mm, I think I'm going to start backing out of this tunnel slowly and finding one of the indentations fire up on the, along the wall. 
One of them follows you a, uh, a short distance, um, then, uh, like, actually sticks its head out. Uh, you can see the rain just, like, sliding right off its, um, like, oily fur. It, like, it watches mm-hmm. you go and then vanishes back into the tunnel. You can make your way up to one of the low indentations, just barely big enough to protect you from most of the rain. Will do. All right, well, he's doing that. Radio. I just I just radio back up. There's something down there. That's <laughs> can, I, can I get a description from uh, Playbox 9 of what he saw? Sure. <laughs> I don't see why you wouldn't include that information. Sure. Okay. Oh, those are children. Curious noises squat around in filth. Yes, those are children. (laughs) Perfect. Take a fate point. (laughs) (laughs) They're very unkind to devices. I've learned that. We have to be extra durable in their hands. I wouldn't recommend a direct encounter. So far as I know, uh, I'm I'm just uh, I'm just squatting underneath a, a an oiled towel along with Diodonato as it's being rained on. Hopefully, thank you for sheltering better. me too. I appreciate that. Sure. <laughs> Works for me. No problem. Thank you for holding up your for the towel as the rain comes. <laughs> I don't yeah, I, I can anchor. I can anchor one side of the towel uh, since I'm water resistant. I don't have to be up under it. Oh, yeah, you've got that reinforced environmental protection. That's right. <laughs> Excellent. Thunder, lightning, and lashing rain. It goes on. Very, very frightening. Yes. <laughs> Mamma mia! Magnifico. Diodonato, diodonato, diodonato. I'm the poor Nobody loves me. <laughs> I'm a poor family. I'm sorry. I will stop. I'm so sorry. Yes, bear me from this monstrosity. (laughs) Easy come, easy go. (laughs) Uh, The rain and uh, pyrotechnics go on for hours. Blinding flashes, deafening thunder, and as suddenly as it came, uh, it stops. Now there's just kind of a a gentle, soft rain misting down from above, and eventually that trails off. It's dark. You can hear uh, the vocalizations or, you know, like the sounds being made by various, like, nightlife, and uh, little black shapes are winging overhead. The moon, the stars, the uh, the Milky Way, which make the sky look like someone has daubed a vast ceiling with luminescent silver paint. Mm. That's so pretty. Now what do we do? Um, like, I wonder where the halo is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to get down the cliff. No, we can't because there's, there's children <laughs> in the cliff. <laughs> well, if I could get down the cliff, I can make short work of them. <laughs> <laughs> While you guys debate, I'm going to take a quick biosystems maintenance break. Not a problem. So I keep thinking. We should, well, I keep thinking we should make some kind of a like, like Andrew said. There was there's a running water that affords the opportunity to put some kind of a paddle wheel set up or turbine of some kind into there to connect to a dynamo that generates power. 
on a small scale, and then they can trickle charge from that until they've got yeah. enough uh, energy to make uh, something big enough to bring a big, a bigger turbine out, and so on and so forth. That's true. I was thinking we wouldn't be large enough to carry what's necessary, but it doesn't have to be big to begin with. Yeah, if we can build it on the remains of, of the maglev system. Well, the maglev, the, the maglev is two tracks that are suspended out and broken, the rest of it down below. Mm-hmm. He said there were submerged car, uh, cars. Yeah. And I don't know how much... Uh, there, there, there's some, some partially submerged ones, and surely, I don't know if there's enough of, of the support somewhere, one thing. I don't know. Actually, I wonder if there's still. I wonder if there's still any 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 power feeding to the maglev system at all. That's worth looking at. Sounds like a good question. Wow, wow. Mm. I mean, granted, the circuit's going to be broken, considering that parts of it are in the river. But. Hmm. <sighs> mm. And we'd have to get over to it. <laughs> get over to it and make sure that uh, we don't fall on the third rail and, and incinerate ourselves. <laughs> right. <laughs> No big deal. That old problem, whatever. Yes, let's go stand in a puddle and touch it with our tongue. <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. Just see what happens. Who has the best insulation? That's a good question. That's very personal. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Thank you, pardon. <laughs> I... Mm. Arch, I think Archibald would like to try and uh, approach the maglev uh, track if he can make use of his uh, aerial uh, uh, his aerial map if it extended that far. Oh yeah, you guys um, are pretty much like um, right on it because I assume that's where you were heading. So it makes sense to me that like the path would be in that direction, especially with as good a roll as you got. So like you you can trundle right up to the cliff edge. And steer across the like the two meter gap to the uh, to the maglev track. I guess as the weather has cleared off, I will, I have made my way back up. <clears throat> okay, works for me. <coughs> so there's the uh, maglev track. A little bit of water is uh, running off of it, forming a, a small waterfall that drops down into the river below. Uh, it drips from various shelters. You can see another cargo vehicle off there in the distance, um, uh, visible in the moonlight. And uh, this thing goes kind of staggering and marching off into the uh, into the forest. Got about five, six feet between the edge of the cliff and uh, the broken edge of this track. The post with the guard bot that you shot down, is that mostly still in- intact? Uh, um, t- uh, to uh, retro uh, that the thirty foot yeah the tall yeah that big thing yeah did, that's more did than we, six feet did mm-hmm. we take the parts off of that no uh, you guys uh, pretty much went straight for the cliff to try mm. to like figure oh, yeah. it out oh, we were saying we were taking the solar panels and the battery out of the thing you were talking about doing it but no one went over there to do it. Oh, I thought we did. Yes, we did. You missed it. It's oh, in the bin. Well, <laughs> Archibald Seven has well, Archibald it in the bin. put it in the bin. Yes. Yeah, he, it's there. Yep. But if not, then, then I would I would spend a fate point to go ahead and go back and do that with the not. Uh, oh yeah, it's no problem. The, that seems like a reasonable yeah. course of action that you guys would have undertaken. So yeah. Um, okay. So over there, uh, like when you had when you had checked it out. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's like, it's kind of intact in the way that like an old fallen tree is intact. There's big sections of this high impact plastic, 
uh, lying around. Um, the pole itself is like shattered, but uh, big pieces of it are still intact. The uh, mm. the solar panel there mm-hmm. uh, is unfortunately just com- was completely destroyed by the fall. I was worried about. But the oh. battery, it looks like, is like ruggedized and uh, mm-hmm. intact, and you think uh, should still be holding a charge. Hmm. Um, one of the broken, piece, one of the of the more solid pieces of this thing is there one that's about maybe seven, eight feet. Oh, absolutely. Okay, we can. Is there is there more than one? Yes, there's a whole bunch of these things. This thing's about can, the diameter of like a light pole, so you can imagine right. the curvature that would be on these bad boys. But uh, yeah, you got seven, eight feet, ten feet, you know, whatever length you want, basically. If, if, if I was thinking, if, if we've got more than one, we can we can, can gather up up several and make a like little bridge out of them to get us over to the maglev track. Hello. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, I was muted. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's busy coughing. Um, sure. You want to do that? <laughs> Sounds good. What are you guys doing? Oh, now maybe it's time for me to go away. All right. Well, we just do this. And then we do this. And then we do this. That's why I... And there was this like some... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cross the meridians. who have got to reacquire the satellites. All right. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's just, you know, my shit local IP. probably the latter so um it sounded like the uh the idea was to maybe gather some of these and make a bridge or something along those lines what are you guys doing sounds like a good idea no adam had a a a question about exactly how, how this was set up again okay yeah, I'm having a tough time visualizing the 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 scene here we're we're near maglev tracks that come out of a Forest growth. Yeah. So, like, they go uh, back you growth. got the uh, the factory you came out of, right? And then yeah. there's, like, a, like a big old parking lot, mm-hmm. which is, um, like, totally wrecked and overgrown and kind of slopes down. Right. Uh, at the edge of that is a cliff. Mm-hmm. That cliff goes down maybe 30 feet to a broad river. Mm-hmm. If you're standing at the edge of the cliff, you can look straight forward and you can see the edge of this maglev track, which is suspended oh, okay. like a uh, like an overpass or you know a, a highway. It's like on supports. It, That's like, where I was throwing over my visual of this thing. I thought the maglev track was on our side. Ah, no, it's about uh, about five six feet away from the edge of the cliff. Okay, all right. It's it's suspended out in the air in front of us, not yeah. on this side of the chasm. Over okay. on the other side. <laughs> That, that makes the uh, the mul- multiple uh, the bundled together plastic shards much uh, make much more sense as a bridge because mm-hmm. I, I, as soon as um, uh, as soon as uh, Playbox Nine started talking about that, I thought bridge to what? What are we trying to do? Now I understand. Sorry. Are the tracks more at ground level, further back? Mm, no, they're pretty suspended all the way up, but they're like intact as far as you can see. Okay. They kind of zigzag and they kind of lean, but there's no big old gaps. You've got a lot of work cut out for you, my little Italian friend. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess I better get it to it. <laughs> I, will up, I will gather up loose bits of wire and, and at that, uh, wherever I can find them uh, and bring and bring back as, as much of it as I can in my little ice box. 
uh, as many long lengths of uh, thin, thick, or whatever discarded wire that happened to be laying around near the factory or in the parking lot and provide them as binding material for uh, dragging shards of broken pole and then uh, lashing them together as a bridge. Perfect. I'm ready to help a dragon tie. (laughs) (laughs) Diodonado's dragging and helping to tie. Uh, Archibald (laughs) is collecting necessary fasteners and also it sounds like doing some of the tying. Uh, Poolinator, playbox, what are you guys doing? Let's see. I mean, it's fine if the answer is keeping watch or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think, think you're probably finding a, 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 the, the, the best possible spot to drop this bridge over. Okay, works. Okay, I'll keep watch. So you're, uh, making your, uh, making your bridge takes, uh, mm, takes a long time. <laughs> but finally you've got a collection, um, pretty securely tied together here of uh, plastic splinters, which uh, should be sturdy and wide enough to get everybody across. Should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's tied together plastic splinters. <laughs> That's the strongest statement I can make. Well, but we we did a lovely job, Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so who goes first? <laughs> I will go first, and I will help you all across. Mm. Watch this. (laughs) Here I go. (laughs) Everybody watch this. Oh, no. no. (laughs) Hold my vino. Hold my vino. (laughs) (laughs) I knew there was a joke. Look at what I can do. (laughs) I I wonder what this button does. (laughs) <laughs> so are you, like, carefully creeping across? Are you, like, zipping across as fast as you can? Are you uh, slinging yourself headlong onto the bridge and then up I, and over again? I, 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 I carefully mm-hmm. lower myself onto it, and then quick as I can, I start hobbling across, hobbling across, hobbling across. Okay. <laughs> Give me a quick roll, then. <laughs> But I did try to be careful for about a heartbeat. <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> um, ooh, uh, mm, okay. So two pluses, that cancels that. I'll take it one plus, and then my quick is two, so a total of three. You make it across. There's some pops as some pieces that are like under stress fragment off, but it's none of the main pieces. It's just like outer casing on some of them or one little splinter that wasn't quite tied in, but you, you know, you couldn't cut the thing off, just goes flying off. The bridge shakes, creaks, makes some alarming popping noises, but holds. Look at that, my friends. No problemo. <laughs> come on over. <laughs> I'll uh, help you. Oh. <laughs> now come back here and get the power transfer cable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Theo, is I supposed to bring it out with me? Um, I think I would have sent one end of it at least with the Makes sense can, to me. Can Playbox fly it over to me? Or is he too tiny? That's true. That's true. I, I suggest, if, if we're all going to try to get across this thing, that Archibald go next, because 
Poolbot is, or, or, or the, uh, the, uh, Poolinator is likely to cause the most possible stress to this thing. Whereas even if it is somewhat banged up from his travel, I won't cause too much stress on it if I can fly over it. Oh, oh, so. Oh, and if we have the cable, but, ah, t- oh, tie the cable to Poolinator and bring it with you. And then you can anchor it to me in case he, in case the bridge goes and we can drag him up. Am I allowed to say that? I'm sorry. You're I'm not, am stuff. I? That's absolutely fine, actually. So, so if, if Archibald goes next, bring in his cable, tie it off, tie it off to Poolinator first. No? I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to make something of a sacrifice to my structural design. I know bureaucracy put me together the way they wanted to. But they're not in possession of all the facts. I'll turn around and I'll laser cut through the chain that's dragging the, uh... Ooh! Okay. Done and done. Wow. (laughs) Not going to, not going to drag that thing onto the bridge and risk all of our lives. (sighs) For the good of the cause. Zap. And off it goes. Okay. Wow. Grab one of the cool and bring it back to Kind of stunned by your daring do. <laughs> and it sounds well, like you managed, to connect, you managed to connect the power transfer of the other end of the battery in case it does hold a charge. Well, at least we'll find out whether it can be charged any further by anything that may or may not be coming from that maglab business. Hmm. So my little delicate living room wheels over this uh, plastic bridge with the end of the cable towards Diodonato to see if he can apply it to the maglab track. Okay, done and done. So that's Archibald across and Archibald's cargo container left behind. Wow. Hmm. Wow. We'll deal with it had, the character consequences of that uh, if and when we need to. It had to be. <laughs> we can we pick it up again. Had to be. Oh? Oh? Mm-hmm. Coolinator, you go ahead and give that a shot. What, going? Over the bridge, yes. Over the bridge, okay. Here we go. And through the woods to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> of the above. I'm going over the bridge. I have superior balance. Do you want to try to bring the cargo container with you, or are you leaving it behind? Are we going to just investigate and then go back, or are we going to be on the other side of the river for a while, you think? Oh, I bet we're going to be on the other side no of the way river to know. for a while. Okay, I'll try dragging it with me then. Okay. So I'm going to be careful. Yeah, give me a careful <laughs> roll. <laughs> it sounds like you're you're basically compelling your own high concept here as a, as a big robot. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I wouldn't make you make a roll for this. Ah. So, uh, give me, or take a fate point and give me a careful roll. Okay, I'm gonna use that fate point. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that makes my roll a four. Ooh, perfect. You, uh, slide across using your superior sense of balance. You find the, like, <laughs> exact dynamic balancing point as uh, you roll along, keeping this thing firmly underneath you and bringing the cargo container with you, you reach the far end. Okay. You are, now all, <laughs> you are now all standing on or hovering just over this maglev track. It's about awesome. a six-foot-wide, uh, like, roadway. Um, it was once very smooth. It's been... 
kitted here and there, but has largely resisted the elements. Some sort of like ultra hard, ultra, ultra slick alloy. Um, each section is like maybe 10 feet. And uh, each one has a little expansion seam, which has, like, given way between it. So there's maybe a tiny gap between each section. But uh, up on its supports, which have fallen or swayed to greater or lower degrees, it staggers off into the distance. There are numerous overhangs uh, along its way, or along its path. And you can see little, like, turnouts or shelters, many of which have, like, um, old maintenance bots parked on them. And uh, ahead, a good distance ahead, you can see a, a cargo vehicle, uh, now grounded, of course, uh, on this thing. And unless I'm very much mistaken, this is around the time when we usually want to wrap up. Yeah, this is a, a pretty good, a, a pretty good stopping place too. Yeah, that's boy, uh, we are we are intrepid little robots, you guys aren't are we? Some, that's exactly the word I was going to use. You guys are some <laughs> intrepid little bots. <laughs> Intre- intrabots? No, that doesn't work. Intrepid bots. <laughs> mm. That was fun. Yay! Oh, good. We are adorable. We are just a pile of adorable-ass little horrible wonky robots. I just love it. But I'm afraid I do get into the visual in my head. I'm sorry about that. About what? <laughs> what? Well, because I'm, I get, I get so trapped into the the visual in my head of of watching my my conception of what we look like, what we're doing, yeah. that I kind of forget to stay engaged with words. <laughs> That's, I think you, I think you've done just fine. I'm a visual so, person myself. And it's it's oh, really it's just charming. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Yes, yeah, this okay. is excellent. I want these guys to. I want these guys to power that sucker up so that they can start buying and selling crap to each other. <laughs> we'll have like a little power commune. <laughs> the hell with the main factory. We'll just live in a little power commune. Oh, that's basically what kept the place going for them for this long. All right. Uh, well, so again. we'll meet up Thanks. next week then for the journey down the maglev track, or wherever oh, else you guys go. For all I know, you may rappel down into the forest. Go see if you can bargain with those children. Let's just do both. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. You can't trust children. Can't trust them. Mm. <laughs> oh, it'll be great. Good children. So excellent. excellent. And we'll have oh, and that'll be a hoot. We'll have Carmando with us. Yeah, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Well, it's uh, not actually next week. It'll be the 24th. Two weeks. Oh, yes, that's right. I keep thinking next week because in my mind this is, um, I don't know, like an appointment or something. And I keep thinking, like, (laughs) next week we do it. Exactly, yeah. Right. Yep, 24th. And uh, and, uh, I'll try and figure out some way to get the icebox reattached to me because I (laughs) I left it behind because I thought it was too dangerous to bring over the bridge. The tracks that I had pictured. Two twisted high gauge railway, railroad style tracks with a, with a gaping nothing in between them. I didn't realize it was a flat. Oh God! You would have you would have seen that. Um, I figured you like you left it behind um, because of you know it was dangerous to take it over the bridge. But, you didn't you know, get over the, all the horrible thing that we we whipped together, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's, I've, that we've got bad. no problem being a little timey wimey here because I didn't say that it was a that it was a solid plank. 
I just pictured two jagged separated rails <laughs> out in nothing. As in our mm-hmm. thing that we wove together, the fact that me it was creaking and popping under a toaster, doesn't that yeah. say that it would have been a bad mm-hmm. idea to bring that box with you? <laughs> so up well, to you. I got I no problem it. with it still being intact because I was not clear about that. And then I see a uh, poolinator dragging it behind like, no, no, I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> If he hadn't, I was gonna 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 try to like fly it over. Ah. Oh, that would have been fun. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been a project all by itself. Like trying to lift it with four high-powered hair dryers. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Oh man, this is a challenge. Yeah. This is pretty. This is a challenge. I I like it best when uh, when when uh, we're all like making use of each other's aspects to uh, Mm -hmm. to in concert. Get something done. That's the, that's the best part of it. I love it. It's terrific. Just, just looking at it, I think you guys have a lot of good stuff that you can uh, that you can work with and play off each other. Oh yeah. Yep. One who's one who's perfect for reconnaissance, eyes in the sky. You got one who's particularly good at manipulating. Uh, another that's got an adaptable tool. Mm-hmm. We can't be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Can't That's the attitude. <laughs> if any of those children try to interfere with us, um, I've got a, I've got a way to turn them into swish peas. <laughs> this high-powered laser used on an otter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I was Im- Im- imagining honey badgers, actually. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> They would have just taken you apart. <laughs> they don't give a damn. Exactly. <laughs> All right. This is terrific. Um, uh, part two is going to be even better. I love it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay. I look forward to seeing you guys okay. then. And we can, and we can tell Eric that I al- al- already did the, the uh, holy diver joke. So. Good. Good. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody did, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully he'll hear it. Uh, he'll hear it between now and then. So excellent. excellent. All right, good deal. Okay, folks. Well, uh, yeah. All right, it's uh, it's quitting time, and um, thank you, Trilobite, very much, and everybody. Yes, uh, my pleasure. Thank you, guys. All right, Yar, thank you so much. Stay safe and stay stay uh, stay warm and 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 see you in, in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Yes. All right, see you in two weeks. Good night. Take care, everybody. Good night, Hockey Puck. <laughs>